Les adultes se comportent mal. to the program everybody you just stepped inside of psychotic bump school the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul my name is dj rome and i want to welcome you to this first edition of psychotic bump school in the new year of 2023 so ladies and gentlemen tonight Oh, we have an amazing, amazing show, as we often do. We're going on six years of Psychotic Bump School episodes, y'all, so we've been at this for a minute. Happy New Year to everyone. 2023 is here. We're waving goodbye to 2022, and oh my God, did we get kicked in the gut toward the end of the year. I'll get to that in a second. But tonight's guest is returning champ, Mr. Wes Felton. That's right. Wes Felton is a MC, poet, writer, uh, singer, songwriter out of the DMV, that's Washington, D.C., to be precise. Uh, the Good Brother has a brand new project out there, and I want you to hear all about it. Every time Wes Felton comes through here, it's always an enlightening conversation that traverses many topics and ranges of events happening across the planet and across our nation. Wes Felton has a really unique way of capturing all of these in his latest projects, which he puts out quite frequently. And the latest is no different. So we're going to be talking to Wes Felton for this episode. And oh my God, did we have some major developments bringing in 2023. Toward the end of the year, as is true with every last two, three days of a, of a calendar year, I think last year it was Betty White. Uh, the year before that, I think it was uh, people like MF Doom. Uh, we always get one last kick in the gut before we go off into the new year. We lost Pope Emeritus Benedict the 16th. He passed away at the age of 95. The Vatican has made that announcement. That happened over the last few days. Pope Benedict the 16th and celebrated journalist Barbara Walters. Ladies and gentlemen, Barbara Walters passed away. Oh, my God. She had been ill uh, for quite some time. Uh, she passed away, y'all. She was age 93. And colleagues around the world in the world of journalism and television reporting are mourning, yet celebrating the life of Barbara Walters, who was indeed a trailblazer in the world of television journalism for women. And she's known for having some of the most heated and pointed conversations with some of the most celebrated figures in entertainment and politics around the world. Barbara Walters passed away. And... We had our good sister out of Oakland, California, Anita Pointer. That's right. Anita Pointer of the Pointer Sisters. She passed away over the weekend. Uh, just as we were closing out 2022, Anita Pointer has sung on some of the biggest hits by the Pointer Sisters, including I'm So Excited. Oh, my God. Uh, that's her voice, y'all. Anita Pointer. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a heavy one. And uh, yeah. That, that's just the way it goes. We know that 
death is definitely a part of life. And when we lose some giants such as this, it's hard not to be reflective. So that's how we're closing out 2022. But 2023 is here, y'all. And the good brother Wes Felton is back to talk to us tonight. So you might want to call your friends and family to the radio or the computer because we are about to set it off. So this is KCWGTheTruth.com. My name is DJ Rome. Welcome to Psychotic Bump School. Stay tuned for more. We're going to kick off our show with our good brother, Mr. Wes Felton. After this. Peace. What's happening, world? This is Wes Felton, and you're listening to Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome on KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio station on the planet. CWGTheTruth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, what a way to start off 2023, y'all. Already out the gate, this good brother has some fine product out on the market. And that's just, that's an oxymoron. I mean, you already know the product is going to be dope because it's coming from him. It's just is right. what it is. That's just how we do around here. But this good brother has been here multiple times and uh, y'all know him really well by now. Uh, he's out in uh, the DMV, Washington, D.C., to be specific. And he's got to be one of the hardest working cats in all of music. Every time I reach out to this cat, he's got some new product and I try to jump on it. I'll be missing some of them because they come out in such rapid fire fashion. But I, I definitely jumped on this one. Uh, let me see if I could do this. Uh, his latest release is entitled uh, Les Adultes Se Comportent Mal. Oh, see, y'all didn't know I could do that, could you? Uh, <laughs> and I want to hear all about it from this good brother. See what he's been up to coming out of 2022 and what he has in store for us in 2023. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to Psychotic Bump School, our good brother, Wes Felton. Mr. Felton, how you doing? Peace, good peace, peace. I'm well. How are you? Oh, good, man. Good, man. Good to hear your voice, man. I, I, I'm glad you're surviving all the uh, all that Mother Nature has to offer out there, because I know we're feeling it out here in California. How's it been going out there? Uh, D.C. is cool. You know, D.C. is always a unique place because we, we you know, we get uh, our seasons are kind of random here. So, mm. uh, you know, it'll be it can be like, you know, 10 degrees one day. And then two days later, it's be almost 70 degrees. So it's a uh, it's a very unique place, you know. Oh, man, to say the least. 
Formerly um, known as Chocolate City, it's still pretty chocolatey out there, right? Uh, yeah, you know, we, we I, I, I like I like to call it uh, swirl. <laughs> More swirl. of a swirl now, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not man. it's not quite chocolate as much full chocolate. No it's way. not full chocolate. Hey, man, there's probably a lot of reasons for that. I don't. I, we 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 definitely gonna talk about your album, but you know, I like to yeah. just talk to you sometimes. You Absolutely. know, in in Yahoo News, I saw the other day that this movement called Passport Brothers is becoming like mainstream. And if you've never heard of them, ladies and gentlemen, it's a group of uh, African American men who have chosen to seek more uh, traditional wives, if you will, by going overseas for finding mate. Now, there's been a lot mm. of criticism about these cats, uh, of course, from the people that are probably going to be most impacted here. So uh, there are a lot of reasons for uh, the swirl happening in D.C., as the good brother Wes has referred to it. Uh, how much do you see the swirl, in addition to gentrification and just the natural progression of things, do you see any correlation with what you're seeing out there in D.C. with the, the dating world, too? Uh, you know, it's it's funny because um, I, you would think that you would see more uh, interracial dating uh you know in in dc or more gentrified cities but i don't think that really is a thing i don't think that's a byproduct of it mm. um i think that what happens is uh you know it, you know people kind of still uh naturally stick to their own you know um that's right and you know we also live in a country where the climate of nationalism is a very big thing to people, not just for white nationalists, but black people and women and, uh, you know, the uh, non-binary community, uh, the mm -hmm. gay community. You know, everyone's kind of like fighting over who's hurt the worst right now or who's, uh, you know, who's, uh, you know, plight is the the, the heaviest, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think because of, that that type of climate in our society right now i think it you know you don't believe it or not you don't see that much i don't see that much interracial dating now i do see a lot of black women with white men um you know more currently but uh when it comes to the brothers i don't know that's new but hey you know i get it well, you see, know, here's I, the thing. I, something you, know. you said is very, very important. I'm sorry for cutting off no, no. wisdom there, brother. But something you said at the very beginning is very important. Ladies and gentlemen, did you guys hear Wes Felton? He said that uh, brothers, uh, it looks like people are pretty much race loyal. I'm pr I'm paraphrasing for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty race loyal, to put it another way. Because these cats that with, with these passports, they're going to find sisters in other parts of the world, whether it be African nations, Brazil. Yeah, right. Right. Columbia. They're looking for black women because only 15 percent of black men are married outside their race. And yeah. we we are, and that's why what Wes Felton says is true. But nevertheless, there is this this seems it seems to be there's this. I don't, I don't know. You We're pitted against each other for one reason or another. Like we're we're trauma Olympics. Who's suffering the most? Like you said. Yeah. And then it's do you do you sense that there is what, what would you call that? Is that akin to like a gender war? For for the lack of a better way to, nah, say. I I always call it. I put every every most most of those things under the same umbrella of uh, selective morality. That's what it is. 
Mm. It's just that people kind of, you know, it's kind of like what that's basically what the new the project is about. My new project is about is the adults are misbehaving. Like that's what's that's like what's going on right now. Mm. You know, uh, we can we can blame our youth and you know talk about point out certain disappointments um, that we have. For them, you know, uh, socially or creatively or whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the reality of it, they we are the walking, living, breathing in real time examples of life. Mm -hmm. And they they are imitations of us. Yes. Um, And so we now live in a society where adults you know there's no accountability you know we don't there's that's all been kind of thrown out the window you know and that's been a combination with the former president and then you have covid you know that affected the psycho psychological um you know conditions of of everybody you know um in some form or fashion whether it's through grief of loss or whether it's, you know, through the experience of loneliness, mm. um, you know, things like that. So I, it, it to me, it's just all selective morality. It's not really a gender war thing because, you know, when I think about um, side wars or internal wars, mm-hmm. um, those things are usually uh, one's battle against themselves. It's mm-hmm. really not, you know, they they give the perception that they're fighting this cause, but it's really themselves that they are fighting um, and they're seeking some type of resolve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and so to kind of like, you know, go with the whole the devil made me do it um, kind of philosophy. They people, you know, people will find a boogie. They create a boogeyman or, mm-hmm. you know, a villain to justify their lack of um you know, working on themselves, you know? Wow. You talk about accountability and the former president and you apply that to this too. And when you, when you say selective morality, uh, your use of the word selective is interesting. Are you, uh, what are you saying about that morality? Is it intentional? Is it deliberate? Are they aware? Oh, of yeah. People, pe- yes, people, people are currently, you know, how you see movies, how they say, Oh, you know, artificial intelligence is going to take over one day. Mm-hmm. That has already happened. Because human beings, the majority of human beings are every what they feel or what they have outrage towards or compassion for or hate towards or love towards. It's all things that someone else is telling them to subscribe to. Mm -hmm. And so people can say, oh, you know, I'm upset. Uh, or th- I'm outraged about this particular thing and how this person, you know, you give you give an example of like a Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. how you know somehow, somehow people across the board and across the aisles and across the rooms and across cultures somehow found, I guess his comedy or jokes about like trans a, a transgender person, they were able to unite all together like to you know speak out against that right Mm -hmm. but then let's say if there's a black person who's murdered by a police officer or there's a black woman who goes missing or black woman who's killed on vacation by a group of people 
people don't bring that same level of collective outrage. Why not, you think? Because it's selective. People pick and choose. It's if you're not, you know, like like one of the things on on one of the records, um, the very first song, um, which is uh, uh called Forever Savage, uh, uh, to Joy Savage, it's it's basically me. It's I'm basically speaking from that perspective of the current human, mm. and it's like more specifically the 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 black male adult in america mm-hmm. and and he's basically saying like you know at the end of the day like i start off you know uh uh trying to give the impression that i'm this like you know high vibration or you know conscious guy i'm introducing myself but then it takes a very quick turn Mm-hmm. Where, uh, uh, you know, where I say, well, but who am I to judge? Um, I'm getting head on a rug by auntie, you know, by a fireplace from an auntie with nice jugs. <laughs> there, there's a little bit of savage in every one of us. America's a bitch, so in God we trust. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it, 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 I'm, I'm trying to show that same kind of like constant walking contradiction that human beings are Mm. and i was talking to someone last night at a uh you know we were watching the uh one of the college championship games and you know celebrating a little bit of new year's and i was telling someone where i was like yo you know like it's so you know it's so strange to me how people are able to you know, pick and choose, you know, who's, who's hurt the worst or like, who's the, who's the, the, the worst victim. And I told the young lady, I said, if I said, when we get to the point where people can start just focusing on a human level, period, mm-hmm. instead of all these different boxes and genres of people that they're that we're trying to make our society be and we're doing it in the name of progression and the name of inclusion but unfortunately in the united states of america when you use those words or you even have those as your approach it never includes black people (laughs) you Mm. understand Mm -hmm. it's like people people will fight for the you know gender identities and people will fight for religious things and there'll be extremists you know when it comes to politics or things like that but whenever whenever you whenever you see these things you know it it never includes us you know it's like you know like that's kind of like what afrofuturism is is about you know Mm -hmm. uh you know the idea that black people exist in the future like you know when you look at you know that's the thing about you know looking at certain movies that are set in space you know depending on who's who's you know perspective um or selective morality they might they'll make a movie and you won't even see a one black person in the movie and you'll say to yourself like well black people in the future you know you know what i mean it's like right it's that kind of conditioning and so people picking and choosing uh, which uh, 
plight or movement is more deserving than the other is just it's it's the it's the problem um and we all and we all suffer from it um because we have all uh, inherited a number of implicit biases mm. um and so we you know whether they are conscious we you know consciously uh active in us or they're unconscious we are um you know, we're all products of that. So selective morality for me is just like, it, that's what it is. It's that, that's just kind of like people can, the people can call, people can justify whatever they want to say. They can, you know, or try to make it seem like they not ap- operating that way, but that's the society that we live in. Man. It's just, just selective morality. And so again, this, this, the record, um, the adults are misbehaving. It's like, I kind of try to touch on that, you mm. know, like, you know, being that person that's like in the room amongst other grownups and adults and being the one to kind of stand up and say, Hey, Hey, time out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and I think that right now adults, there are a lot of adults that are w- working harder to conform or assimilate to something else versus having the courage to like speak up and not be and 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 not being afraid to be that person that's in the room and say time out okay Mm. you know uh we we're kind of just like letting things go off the rails you know um the obsession uh, with celebrities and people constantly looking outside of their rooms or their homes for uh validation or uh influence you know what i mean and impact and so that's Mm. that's 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 kind of in a nutshell what uh this new project is about um and and it's a direct um piece of art that uh was was created from real life observation you know Mm mm-hmm yeah, sorry for being so long winded. No, man, I, I I'm keyed in on everything that you're saying right now because I'm I'm having images as in my head as you're speaking. That that whole thing, I heard everything you said from the opening track, kind of referring maybe loosely. I don't know if you were talking about Shanquella Robinson. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Who was yeah. uh, a gentleman murdered in Mexico and. Yep. The initial reports was that she had alcohol poisoning, but it turns mm-hmm. out that she had a cracked spine, a cracked neck, mm-hmm. uh, man, and and at the hands of black women. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks that way. I mean, all that we have is the video of a fight. It, well, it wasn't. And then, a- and the, but then the unfortunate thing is, uh, you know, the effects of that too. <clears throat> again. It, that's an example too of the byproduct of certain you know what we put more value over versus others and because she's a black woman Mm -hmm. that there's no there's no value for that for anybody in our society Mm -hmm. not even not even feminists because feminism in America is a white woman construct. It's not a, that's again, something that black women started it, but white women co-opted it and ran with it. It took it, it took it. 
You understand what I mean? I do. And so so they're not going to they're not going to advocate even further. And we already know that most men in our society uh, are, you know, very predatorial or old school, patriarchal or whatever. And so they are definitely not going to go out of their way to be concerned. So um, unfortunately, that sister, you know, she that's an that's an example of, you know, um, you know, calling anyone a friend. You know, there's so many lessons out of that, man, um, unfortunately. And if anything, hopefully um, we learn or, you know, her death will save, you know, uh, hundreds of more lives, you know, so so it wasn't, you know, completely in vain. Absolutely. Sure. This is KCWG, the truth.com's program is called Psychotic Bum School. My name is DJ Rome. We're talking to our good brother, Mr. Wes Felton. He has a brand new project out there and it's called Les Adultes Se Comportent Mal. Just what I said. And uh, the good brother has been breaking it down to its final compound. And uh, everything that you've been talking about is on this latest project. I mean, I, I see you talking about social media and its influences there. And it's ironic because uh, there's a media uh, well, I, I guess he's a social media influencer, former kickboxer, Andrew Tate, mm-hmm. who was recently arrested in Romania and released. They said he was arrested on uh, sex trafficking, uh, but it turned out to be money laundering. But it's funny because he said a few days before he was arrested that he was going to be arrested. And he also said that one thing that this country tends to cape for uh, more than anything, and, and this was his personal opinion, but it's ironic that I'm, I, I think I heard you say something similar, that this country advocates for things like LGBTQ, like prominently, you know, and, and you had said a few moments ago that there are a lot of things that this country does to the, maybe not the detriment, but it doesn't benefit black people right, in such a way. And then you have someone like uh, what unfortunately happened with Shankello Robinson, and you're right. It initially didn't get a lot of media of attention, but then when it was revealed that the initial story was had a lot of holes in it in terms of just it just didn't seem uh, reasonable. The, the, the all the stories that all five or six of those sisters were reporting had reported didn't line up with the autopsy report. You know what I'm saying? But then there's there was also this. Selective outrage. I'm a little off topic, Wes. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, man. <laughs> but but I'm bringing it back to your project too. Because there were there was some concern that because it was sisters, they didn't report that the sisters had done this. Right. To a certain extent. It's, yeah. And also there was even some discussions of, you know, the fact that there were men that were present as well. Man, filming it. And, it was crazy. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we're like again, we're talking about that's that's where we that's where we are as a society. You know, where people now can, you know, you know, a lot of the a lot of the, you know, backdoor deals and people selling out or, you know, the 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 Wizard of Oz and all the, the manipulators of our society. All of that stuff used to only occur. Like back in the day, like it was behind closed doors or or it was in the basement or it was in the dungeon, or it was in the attic, or you understand, but it was never, 
but now all of that stuff is it overtly in our face now. So and so people, thing? you say what? Is that a good thing? Because some people say, it's I mean, because they're saying the quiet part out loud now, right? Yeah, it's a good thing, but because of uh, because again of the 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 artificial intelligence of humans that they're operating on now, you know, uh, they they it backfires because like people buy music they say that people buy music more based on the personality or the person who's making the music nowadays more than the actual music that's being made mm. and so people are going to naturally kind of like follow like whoever is you know whoever the beat whoever's holding that beacon of light or whoever's radiating the you know the spotlight or whatever right mm -hmm. and so if that person is a a, a person who don't care about humans or right. or or looks at what they do as as being impactful on people's lives right it, that's a very dangerous thing yeah and so people so people are gonna like you know people gonna just people people again they're if you know, like I said in one of the songs, it's like in reality, most people don't really care. You know, mm. unless it unless it's affecting their their home or their pups. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or or yes. or unless you're the one that's serving them their bowl or their cup, right? You right. Know, the privileged oppressed for the privileged oppressed, enough is never enough. Uh oh. So uh -oh. like that's what we that's that's what again what you know what we're talking about. Where I'm from, you wanna get out the hood. That's why I know they fake if they only talk about the hood. I'm a survivor, praise the Lord, knock on wood. 46 years, feet planted in the mud. I wouldn't change my color if I could. Mississippi water pours thicker than your blood. From slaves to lynching, the lead in the flood. From showers to Kool-Aid to lead in your blood. But who am I to judge? I'm getting head on a rug. By a fireplace from an auntie with nice jugs. There's a little bit of savage in every one of us. America's a bitch, so in God we trust. Life's about more than catching whores or a buzz. Life's about more than even falling in love. This rat race got you missing life. Cause on your deathbed Regretting what was or wasn't Cause you feared being misunderstood Chose conformity over your own playbook Silly rabbit, same carrot, same hook Three wishes, pull that rug under your foot Art hurts, but man it hurts good It all depends on what side of the war you stood The war is spiritual, targeting young bloods And old head niggas who never grew the fuck up In reality, most humans don't give a fuck Unless it's part of their own home or pubs Unless you serving them they bowl or they cup The privileged oppressed, enough's never enough I never sold dope, but I help with the cuts Self-incrimination on records part of the lust For money, power, respect, and the trust The real ops are usually within our arms touch 
Not across a bridge or a block or a clutch I swear this hood life is an invisible crutch For mentally ill youngins feeling misjudged Never allowed to have their feelings discussed Fentanyl and fame got a hold on your guts Politicians gambling on who's more just Opportunities everywhere but none for us Respect your elders, traditions bore us So we settle for gimmicks and silly chorus And rap verses that never adorn us Just money, hoes, and consuming more stuff Worshipping the rich while we stay poor us Sipping poison that don't have a nice taste Hypnotized by a nice ass and nice face Sometimes wrong times meet at the right place Cause in a blink of an eye it can be gone in a dice game we are also like you know a country of like the very privileged oppressed people man and you know we we often get caught up with just you know the identity of white privilege but there's also a mentality of american privilege that everybody in america takes advantage of when they can Mm -hmm. Um, and so even how they approached and dealt with that young lady, uh, Shanquella, that's again, that was, they, they carried that shit. Like they was white people. Mm. Like, like, yo, we going to murder somebody and then create, create a fake story and keep it moving. You, you understand what I mean? Bruh. Like it's and now. And now if they was white people, People would be like, oh, look at that white privilege mm-hmm. getting away with murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is that in this country, like there is, you know, I, I, I call the black people in this country like the privileged oppressed mm-hmm. because, you know, they they, you know, it's still a lot more people in here that's investing in more in Gucci and, and Louis Vuitton than their own community or own home or their own children you know what i'm saying yeah and so and so we are you know let's not let you know let's not uh forget that there is still accountability that must be um uh held and addressed in, you know in our community so you know again that's that's again kind of like what the theme of this project is overall mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know and what i'm trying to again is be that person in the room that kind of says, yo, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all, wake up. Like, yeah. let's get it. Because these youngins are looking at it and they're like, you know, they they're they're just they're 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 you know, it's like they just make they just putting making the sausage, but they not necessarily they don't know what's going in the sausage. You know what I'm saying? They're not paying attention to that. Yeah, you is your son 18 or older? My son's 19. Yeah. Ooh, just made it. Just made yeah, it. Yeah, man. Ooh. Yeah. Because they were talking, I saw uh your mayor out there, Mario Bowser. They have this uh instead of calling them at-risk youth, mm-hmm. she has this uh, person of promise program where she's trying to curb uh, some of the violence that's happening in the streets and the homicide rates and carjackings apparently in the oh, DC yeah. and DC is pretty high, right? And I don't know about the neighborhoods out there. They call them Prince George, Prince William. I, I, I know you know the difference between the two. Uh, Fort DuPont and Benning Ridge, areas like that. Uh, yeah. They're considered danger zones. And young men in your son's age range are targeted uh, for, for some of their, you know, their, their, their adverse behaviors that are putting them at risk. 
And so when you talk about the youth and you talk about the fact that people just follow people when they release music, for example, that's a powerful position to be in, right? Because you have a yeah. captive, you potentially have a captive audience who wants to hear from you and only you, right? And so what, I mean, again, we're going to come back to your album for sure, but isn't that a huge responsibility for people who have, you know, charges in their life like your son and others who have people that are following after them and might have to come up behind them and eat that sausage that was left for them. You know what I'm saying? I had my son when I was 26. And mm. so I was a young father. Unfortunately for black men, there are a lot of conditions placed on us. Come on. So we often don't get to, you know, it's like, you know, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when it comes to uh, our 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 opinions, really. And um, definitely, definitely, if we have a non-conforming approach to mm. life or parenting. What do you and mean so, non-conforming? What do you mean by that? Meaning like, you know, it's just a, your basic assimilation. Like, you know, all right, well, you know, I'm going to go toward your traditional nine to five and be the mm. breadwinner and then come home and, you know, you know, make sure, you know, my food will be ready for me and then I'll eat and then I'll, you know, rub my son's head, you know, and head to bed and, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas, whereas like me as an artist, I, 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 I have a non-traditional approach at life. So mm -hmm. cer certain things that drive most men in our society or society tells men to be driven by that, that, that stuff doesn't drive me, you know? But and you know so, what? and so that, that can often become a conflict of interest exactly when it comes to, you know, how other people, you know? So if you have a child, say for instance, you have a child with, a woman who is more a traditional kind of woman mm -hmm. that for some individuals, that's more of a problem mm. than them being able to identify that. Although, although they may be different, mm -hmm. the, uh, the other approach is better for that particular child. Mm-hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and so some people will force, think, try to force their children to be what yes. they want them to be. Yes. And then what ends up happening is ends up destroying the child uh, uh, in terms of who they're, what they potentially could could be. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, so for me, uh, I have learned to you know, take it a little easier on artists and their responsibility in terms of the influences they have on kids and young folks. Mm -hmm. um, because I know that there are people, you know, I, I've through experience mm -hmm. know people that there's some people who think I'm crazy. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like, see, but you're not though. And see, yeah, I, like, I, I mean, know, I know, I know I'm not. You're definitely you know not. I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do know what you mean. Cause uh, I don't know if you can see your screen right now, but yeah. what Wes Felton is talking about, ladies and gentlemen, and we're here to talk about his latest album 
and uh, the latest album being, uh, uh, y'all didn't know I could speak uh, this language, but his latest album is entitled Les Adultes Se Comportent Mal. And the, the, the translation for that is Adults Are Misbehaving. Yes. All right. So what the good brother is talking about is he he's he's not wrong. And he's more part, when I say he, I'm talking about Wes Felton himself. He's more part of the norm than uh, most of us realize because I'm showing on the screen right now, audience, bear with me. I know you can't see this. CDC report on father's involvement proves that black dads, black fathers, y'all, are the most involved in the lives of their children. Now, this was a study as old as 2013, perhaps, Wes Felton, and they just constantly keep updating that and to sort of dispel that myth of the role of Black fathers in the lives of their kids, whether they're with their uh, mother's child or not, yeah. Black fathers are hey the- Hey, man, the term, the term baby mama drama would not even exist if it wasn't for the fact that Black fathers, even mm. outside of marriage, wanted to be a part of their child's life. Yes. You know, understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like- Yes, it's kind of like, you know, so we know, you know, I, I, I that's one thing for me. I definitely um, I know that there's like I said, there's a lot of agendas um, mm -hmm. out here to suppress um, black men that's in this society, um, mm -hmm. you know, in, in all forms from food, you know, from what we consuming to what we are consuming through our ears, our eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, all of that. So, you know, I, I, because I'm aware of that, um, no, I, I, I know, you know, I know the difference between the, the lies and the propaganda versus, you know, exactly. what's really out here. You know? and, but I, and ironically, you know, that's what I mean when I'm saying like people will almost create these like, um, like pull up these like blinders, you know, like a horse <laughs> just to just to be able to perpetuate a, 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 a you know, a narrative. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes People, I think it, Wes Felton can read my mind. I was thinking you said the word horse like blinders. And I was thinking about the Megan the Stallion case and Tory Lanez right. as just one example. I mean, the verdict is in, you know, we've litigated that case on this show. Um and I know a whole lot of people in the industry and across the country were following that case. And it's become sort of a public spectacle mm -hmm. uh, ever since he was uh, convicted. And so, man, Wes, you, you're reading my mind, man, because the whole thing in that case. And again, we're going to be talking about his album exclusively in just a minute. But I tell you, I, I love talking to Wes Felton. Y'all figured that out, right? Um, the thing is, uh, the things, the issues that happened in that case where I let... I'm so fascinated with what he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen, Wes Felton. I mean, because when we speak about the grievances of men, you don't really typically hear that. It's kind of brushed to the side, like hey, tough it out, man it out. Mm -hmm. Look, their men are often handcuffed, uh, silenced. You know, I mean, figuratively, I'm not talking about him being cuffed in court and taken away, which did happen. But I'm talking about the fact that our stories aren't put out there. The fact that we are held to a harsher standard. And so when we say that we can't afford to absorb some of these hits to our culture as black men, the same way that black women can, though they, too, are extremely uh, facing some challenges of their own. And it shouldn't be uh, one pitted against the other. The grievances of black men, however, 
needs its own emphasis as well, because those stories commonly are not talked about. The, the fact that Black men want to be involved with the lives of their children, like he's just saying, he's like he just said, the baby mama drama came from that issue right there, mm-hmm. right there. That's where it came from, because Black men love their kids. That much. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and Wes, I didn't even realize how big the issue Roe versus Wade was to Black men. Because I, I was mm-hmm. seeing Black men talking about the fact that they don't have a problem with it being gone, and I'm not taking a side because I don't have biological children. So mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Black fathers were feeling a certain kind of way about uh, Roe v. Wade being in place in the first place, because it's like, no, man, I, my, I, didn't, have a ch- I didn't have a say. You know, she, you know, my baby got deleted. I, I, I wanted that kid or the, the, the other side where I told her I didn't want to be a father. And, you know, and now I got what I got, baby mama, right. drama. Right. you know, but the overwhelming that I would say that's the exception more than the, the rule. The, the general rule is once the kids are here, even if fathers initially don't want them. And I'm not saying all ladies and gentlemen, so don't go there with me. I'm saying in the vast majority of situations, black fathers, as I just pointed out with that CDC study from several years ago, black fathers are the most involved fathers in the lives of their children, period. That's more than white fathers, Hispanic fathers, Asian fathers, Middle Eastern fathers, black dads get the job done. It's unequivocal. It's empirical. It's been researched. Lock it and load it and sell it and let that be the story that goes across the planet, because what often is heard is the opposite, that we're not there and we don't care. And no matter what our particular line of income is, no matter if it's inconsistent or not, we are still there for our kids because Mm -hmm. fathers want to be with their children. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong, Mr. Feldman? No, you're absolutely right. But again, uh, when it comes to black men in this society, we are unfortunately... um, only accepted under conditions come on so <laughs> it's come never on. unconditional like Bruh. trust me never Bruh. <laughs> never it's never um, so you know and so what's ironic is because they know that the power mm. of the presence mm. just the presence come on like can out trump any present Mm. or gift or monetary thing or anything that can be bought yes period and so for some individuals that is a condition that they are not comfortable with absolutely and so they have to create you know you know i give an example like with my son you know, now that he's like 19 and, you know, he, he, we, when he when he got to a certain age, he began to try to like, you know, buck at buck back at me. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, you know. All right, man, you think you're grown. All right, go be grown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to fight you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not that's just, you know, there's some people out here who get off on that. Oh, yeah, man. You know, one time I had to had me and my son was ended up rumbling all on the ground and duh, 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 and, and I'm like, nah, I don't get off on that. So yeah. um, and but the irony is. Once I created that space and those boundaries. 
I don't, I, I, nobody from his mom's family or world, none of them bother me. Mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. But when I was constant, when I, for the last 19 years of being there at every uh, basketball game or every soccer game or every uh, PTA meeting or every parents conference or every you understand mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was it, 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 it was constant harassment or constant judgment or constant mm. noise mm. or resistance mm. right but it's almost like now that i'm like out of the picture mm. no one's advocating for that though there's no noise no more. There's no, you understand what I'm saying? With you and out so, of the picture. Yeah. And so, and so what that does is that's what I mean where I'm saying like people, pe people know that the presence, mm. when they know that their presence mm. is not the same value. <laughs> yes. They have to, they have to create narratives and conditions come on to justify come on why come on a black woman mm. is not advocating for a black father yes of her child yeah so you know it is what it, you know i it's kind of like you know my mom i you know i didn't i would ask my mom and she'd be like baby you're not crazy Mm -hmm. You'd be like, it's okay. She's like, you're not crazy. Like, trust me. Like, trust me. Like, don't, don't beat yourself up. Like, you, you did more. You did, you did, you did way more Say that. than a lot of people. Say that. And so don't allow other people's narratives or how they, their perceptions of you um dictate your narrative and so you know i was just like as time has gone on i've learned how to just kind of reclaim my narrative um and my my reality versus come on someone else's um narration of my life so you know bruh this is kcwg the truth.com's program is called psychotic bump school my name is dj rome we're chatting it up with the good brother mr west felton uh we just talking some man stuff y'all like we always and often do this brother is here because he has a new project out there entitled les adultes se comportent mal the adults are misbehaving ladies and gentlemen mm -hmm. and we're just breaking it down to its final compound uh all the essences that appear on this latest project by the good brother West Felton out of the DMV. And you guys, you guys realize this brother has written a whole bunch of albums. You you've written poetry books too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have a I've had uh like two um books published. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this, this brother, he's his social commentary is just you know second to none. And uh I, I could talk all day with you about that stuff, man, because that that narrative and reclaiming it is uh what I live for now, good brother. And I'm not even a biological father. But I see mm -hmm. cats like you, man. I know cats like you. You know what I'm saying? I'm around yeah. cats like you who put it down and don't get the credit. And there's also another study. And, you know, I, this is a, another conversation for another day. But single fathers have been found to be just as good, if not better parents than single mothers in oh, many yeah. instances. 
many instances because they say only up until the age of about six or seven, maybe eight, it might be pushing it, but that's when they need the mom the most. But from yeah. the age of seven or eight on, they need their, their they need their dads to yeah. provide that structure, that consistency, those boundaries, those yeah. expectations to get them ready for society. Because you can't mm-hmm. get coddled as a young black man. You're not going to get coddled out there. You can't be making all these excuses. You can't be making up all these narratives about who you are and you know calling yourself a king and all that. You you can't get away with that as a black man because society is going to check you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna let you know real quick that you ain't all that, and you're gonna have to either get better, shut your mouth, get better, either work out, you know, study, do your homework, turn your assignments in, or go to the gym, work out, lose weight, something. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't walk around in this world of delusion as a young black man. You just can't. So they need fathers in their lives to give them that dose of reality because yeah. it, society is not playing with us, man. They not. No, nah, nah, I know. They not. But you know. It. But I, like I said, you know, for the sake of uh, my sanity and my health, mm. mentally and physically, you know, you, you know, uh, as black men, you know, I, I learned that we kind of have to, you have to really choose your battles <sighs> and which hills you trying to literally die on. Because wow. they, I, I learned to be like, oh, okay, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's less noise now <laughs> you know what i'm saying right, like, so right. why would i compl- why would i complain about that like okay no now i don't get these random emails from like mm. you know some some person that i don't even know you know mm-hmm. who 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 has an opinion of me who don't even know me wow like, now i don't have to you know and so it's kind of uh it's kind of one of those things where it's like we as black men need to learn how to be able to like, you know, be okay with like closing chapters. Bruh. Because I tell people all the time, like if you look at a book, right. Mm -hmm. And it could be a book about, it could be a story. Right. Mm -hmm. And it has multiple chapters in it. And in some chapters of that story, some characters aren't in that, the following chapters, but they might appear in the seventh chapter. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or you know later on but they might not come they might not make it from they might start in the first chapter mm-hmm. and but they're not in the second and the third right or the fourth but it don't mean that they're not part of the story mm-hmm. and so we as black men need to learn how to be okay with like closing chapters and starting new ones and viewing life like you know more like in a more longevity Mm -hmm. type of way you know Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I make the amount of art that I make because I treat it more like periodicals like Mm. like you know how people the same you know for me I am I am proactively trying to combat and compete with uh, not mainstream music but mainstream media Uh-oh. and news mm. and and propaganda. Like I'm come back. I, I, that's what I do. Yes. Um, and so, you know, uh, whether, you know, five people hear it or 500,000 people hear it, I know that it's a specific, uh, you're, you're talking about very specific, uh, 
agenda on on my on my end and that is like messaging through music you know why have followers if you ain't leading them why have swallowers if you ain't feeding them why have borrowers if you ain't teaching them why have goals if you never completing them hey yo check out my scars i bet they bigger than yours Comparing who's hurt the worst while worshiping stars Life validated by money and cars Not concerned with your legacy and who you are Repost after repost, flicks at the bar Twerking while working at a brunch that's subpar Supporting her, her, him, and him While you swiftly swipe by all your family and friends Always looking for the trending individuals So you confront like you are thinking critical In debates online about things political and spiritual Selective outrage, I swear, it's so pitiful Whether you do it for the gram or do it for Facebook Misery everywhere despite how happy your face look Blue check, cheaper than a blue cross, a blue shield Your favorite rappers always pushing all their new pills Just as long as the exploitation pays the new bills They not concerned with who they hurting or who kills We started validating all this self-hating Countless selfies, no self-preservation Reduced to reels and clips, no more patience Mental ill Illness spreading, we all the patients Brothers painting brothers blood on the pavement Over the same shit, and government blocks They be claiming like Why have followers if you ain't leading them? Uh, why have swallowers if you ain't feeding them? Yeah. Why have borrowers if you ain't teaching them? Nah, why have goals if you never completing them? Ayo, hey, TikTok, TikTok, the clock's ticking, son You can be forever savage, but not forever 21 You can have a whole life um, of plenty fun But only a short time to get plenty done this here is a message for anyone who struggles with the social media um bubble gum stunting your growth oh it's troublesome let's time out the clout and help the troubled ones put the purpose in the party put the purpose in the party time out the screen start loving somebody in a real life not just in a metaverse lobby each one teach one is a better verse shawty instead of memes with no means of helping your family the ones on your team Damn. Turn this American nightmare back into a dream. dream Stop falling for the hackers and all of the schemes Rest in peace to the brothers on the UVA team Prayers for my sister Shanquella I can hear all the screams of ancestors living at the bottom of the sea There's blood on the roots and blood on the leaves Whether you do it for the gram or do it for Facebook Misery's everywhere despite how happy your face looks see. Why have followers if you ain't leading them? Huh? Why have swallowers if you ain't feeding them? Why have borrowers if you ain't teaching them? Why have goals if you're never completing them? Once upon a time, there was a poet. And one day that poet became a misanthrope. And in search for a cure for his misanthropeness, he went to his baby mother and asked, Why don't you like me? She kindly responded, Because you won't submit to me. So then he went to his son and asked, Son, why don't you like me? He responded, because you won't submit to me. He went to an ex-lover and he asked her, Why did you stop liking me? And she responded, because you wouldn't submit to me. Then the misanthrope ran to his mother and asked, Mom, why doesn't this world like me? And she responded, because you won't submit to God. So the misanthrope ran to God and he submitted. 
the misanthrope ran to God and he worshiped. The misanthrope went to God and he followed. And still one day, the misanthrope came to God and he found himself asking, why haven't you blessed me? Why haven't you sent me a wife? Why haven't you made me rich? God then responded. Because I don't like you. Yes, yes. Power to the people. If I got the power, you got the power. We got the power. That's power to the people. And right now, the power is right here. And you're listening to my man DJ Rome on the Psychotic Bump School, the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the good brother, Mr. Wes Felton. Uh, his latest project is entitled Les Adultes Se Comportent Mal. The Adults Are Misbehaving. Uh, we've been talking about it here and there as we've been going along, but what, how, what, why the French title? Uh, what is that about? Uh, how does that correlate with some of your international awareness about how our situations here in this country, specifically in your area, kind of connect worldwide on a much larger scale? Can you talk to us about the album title and the concept overall? Yeah. Um, so to be honestly, I, I had gotten so fed up with like pe seeing people talking about like uh you know celebrities so much like being so consumed with with like the celebrities and people like that they don't know like and will never know right mm -hmm. and so in my mind i was like okay i'm gonna you know my company is art hurts and so i'm constantly trying to think of ways to kind of like you know, disrupt people a little bit. And mm -hmm. I said, I said, made a decision where I was like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I was watching a, um, a Wes Anderson film. Mm -hmm. And at the time it was like, um, there was a scene where there were like these teenagers and kids who kind of like took over, they were protesting they were, you know, they were like, they were doing like a protest at their school or something. Mm -hmm. And they would spray paint, uh, the, the kid, the children are misbehaving or something, mm -hmm. but they would, but they were spray painted in French. And so I was like, huh, mm -hmm. I was like, that's interesting. So that was kind of in the back of my brain a little bit. But more specifically, I was like, oh, I was like, so I, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to name this record in French and I'm going to name title. All the songs are going to be in French. And if a person has the same energy to go and Google about Meg Thee Stallion or, uh, you know, whoever, <laughs> then they can go and go to Google Translate and see what songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It really it oh, was yeah. kind of just it, it was more kind of like a a scavenger hunt kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it, to give the, the 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 listener like an extra thing to do since we don't have liner notes anymore. Really, 
and things like that. This was a way for me to be able to, you know, give them and, you know, and then some people complain like and they say, well, what if a person doesn't know French? And then I was like, well, (laughs) they they know how to Google when they want to go buy. They know how to go to Amazon and they know how to Google and they know how to, you know what I'm saying? They know how to talk about shit they don't know on Facebook. Right. So mm, they'll figure it out. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, so it, again, it, it's kind of me trying to like artistically, uh, like make the title of the album not just be a title of the album, mm. but rather it being like the making the listener also be part of the process. Absolutely. Of like of of mis of misbehavior. Like me, that's 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 me being a little mischievous um as the creator man yeah okay well i'm gonna jump in on one of them and uh one of your tracks on here is a interlude and it's called ironie de la depression interlude the irony of depression yeah right and uh it's can you talk to us about that what what is that one about and then we're going to get into some other tracks on the album what's that one about um that project that song that particular interlude is um something i came across on online somewhere where i guess it was a a woman who was a preacher and Mm. she was giving a sermon and she was talking about you know she was breaking down like you know for black men like it is like the the us forcing being forced to suppress and internalize our depression Mm-hmm. And you know our hurt or our pain or our doubts or you know anything uh, that it literally is destroying the chromosomes and the, the the DNA of black men. Like, and that's why we have black men dying at such a rapid rate. Men are more likely to fight their way from depression to anger because depression is not a good look on a brother. That's how we say, that's what we think. And so while people will accept us as women kind of laying back and oh, I was me, and they think that there's something feminine about that, and it's not, it's still depression. But but our cultural perspectives don't accept that from men. So he has to fight his way up off of that depressed couch. And the only energy he can use to defend himself against your attacks on his masculinity is to fight his way out of depression into a fury. And here we are, with our men dropping like flies, with life expectancies at the bottom levels in this country. Because anger is literally shredding their bodies and their immune systems and their productivity, which is also so related to how many men define themselves. So if anger snatching both their productivity and their physical strength, God, we gotta do something. something. You know, what happens is I think a lot of people, a lot of black men um, just try to find ways to slowly commit suicide. Mm. Um, So they just resolve, well, hey, I'm a black man. I'm not supposed to live long. uh, So I'm going to just I'm going to just, you know, ride it to the wheels fall off. Right. Um, And so and so you have that. But then you add to it. Oh, uh, uh, 
many men out here who may have wives or partners who are adding to that condition by contributing, um, you know, chastisement or judgment or, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, that is also kind of like the main, you know, like that's the devil that's in the detail kind of mm -hmm. where you talk about, you know, men having, you know, you know, I, I remember I had a chick one time make fun of me because, you know, I mentioned to her, it's like, yeah, you know, this, I had this kind of thing. I had this incident happen to me, you know, and it, it, it hurt me, you know, it really, really, it really hurt me to the point where it affected me. You know, it created trauma for me moving forward when dealing with women, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, so she threw that in my face on some like, well, you need to get over that, you know, kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And you you just think to yourself, like, damn, like, mm -hmm. that's how insensitive is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. and the fact that, like, she you could tell she was cool with that. You know what I'm saying? And not. Mm -hmm. And not be able to, you know, you can make fun of whatever you want to say about me. You can you can talk about my body. You can, you know, mock me or whatever. But the idea that somebody would make fun of almost or throw like a person's like mm -hmm. mental mm -hmm. anguish in their face and weaponize it. Eh. <laughs> It's uh, it's tough, and so that's what that interlude is about. She and I found it interesting that there was a black woman who was finally calling it out. Yes, um, and I think that using that would help. It, it would make people listen a little bit better versus a man. Correct. Saying it because they'll be like, "Oh, here we go, another man mansplaining." You know what I mean, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, they they're so quick to dehumanize. You know, something like that, just like it's not cool for uh, that sister to to say that about you after being so transparent and vulnerable. Yeah. Or yeah. Come back up later. Uh, you know, I'll just use a public spectacle like Simone Biles when she went through her thing during the Olympics, when she said, I can't perform, y'all. Something's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I'm I got a mental health you know, struggle that I'm dealing with. And every time I go up on this uneven bar and do these flips, I flip out. Something's not right. And people were crushing her, saying she's weak, you're soft. And this is a she's a proven champion, one of yeah. the greatest of all time. And she can't even have the, the dignity of her own struggle. And so this happens a lot with women, I know, but with men, because, again, this this platform tries to advocate for both, but particularly for men. They we, we're so dehumanized. And you're right. That's what keyed in. That's what got my attention too, Wes. The fact that it's a woman is kind of like, OK, she gets it. She yeah. gets it, and she can speak woman ease in a way that a man can't, so that we can't just come across as if we're just, uh, you know, just you know, giving our grievances out there just to for the mm -hmm. sake of equality. Well, we're suffering too. No, it's not that. Is that we we're expected as men to just get over stuff, and right. we can't be transparent unless it's a funeral or something like that. We we're not allowed to cry. We're not allowed the full range of our emotions the way women are. And that's just a fact. But, oh, my God. I, see, I could talk to you all day, good brother. You have some collaborators on here. Uh, you have Dave Ordinary. You have Kenny Allen. You have Dante Pope. 
you got all your heavy hitters on here, good brother. Um, tell us a little bit yeah. more about the album. Uh, how the, the production of the, I mean, the first the music, man. You got some bass lines on here, man. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, Les Adotis, I mean, the title track, but it, it reminded mm. me of a tribe called Quest, like, went to Carvel to get a milkshake. I mean, the, the bass right, right. kind of, yeah, you know yeah. track I'm talking about, right? Which, which track is that? Yep. That's number three, yeah. That's that's, that's the, the title, title track, track, right? Okay, yeah. tell us about that, man. How, how what went into the production of that? And I, I know that's the title track, but can you tell us about that a little bit? Uh, yeah. So that um particular track, um, was done by a uh, uh, a producer from Spain. Mm. Um, and so when I heard that joint, I was like, oh man, like like you said, like it starts off on some. You know, with that bass line just kind of yeah starting off, and then to have the dr- the drums the the drums in that track they swing it swings Ooh. in a certain way. There you go. And so yeah. I thought to myself, like, oh, this is perfect. So it, it definitely is on some like you know, like you know, similar to like tribe in regard to like the the intersection of jazz and hip hop. Yeah, is this the life that you want? One that constantly haunts. Same message, different fonts. Easy trigger from a taunt. Baby boy loves to flaunt. Is in a basket all at once. Constant break, constant hunt. Super Dave, same stunts. Inhaling, gas and run. Sipping lean, perking punch. Vibrations of a dunch. No cap, no lunch. No food for thought at your brunch. I'm trying to get you pumped. Out your slump, out the hump, out the funk, beyond the junk. Is this the life that you dream? One that constantly schemes. No loyalty on your team. Cooking with the same. Cream fighting over same seats, table with few eats, barely afford your own bed, let alone new sheets to cope with the scene. You sipping on that lean, it's never an in between, just too many extremes out here looking like a fiend. Your research is a meme from people you've never seen and places you've never been. Is this the life that you promised? Why ancestors stood in vomit in tiny dungeons and bondage? Why master whipped off they tarnish? I'm just being honest, just trying to give you garnish some roughish to push the nonsense of music out your stomach. I swear on my comments, at least strongest, honest to God, I promise, the adults are misbehaving, shit, and the youth are imitating. Think for yourself, study for yourself, and when you find it to be the truth, live it out. You ain't got to join anything, you already a nation. But you don't think that, so you want to become a part of everything. Accept your own and be yourself. That's your blessing. We don't have no strength and no unity because we're trying to hook up with everybody else. And ain't hooked up with each other yet. So so it's kind of like, you know, even the way that I'm rhyming on that, on there, you know, uh, is this the light that you want? One that constantly haunts? Um, same message, different fonts. I, I wanted to try to like really make it be like as if I was like a trumpet player or a sax player soloing mm-hmm. over over you know a, a tune. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So rather than me riding the beat, like you know, to its swing, I kind of went against it a little bit. You know. 
Man, oh, it worked, man. brother. It really worked. It landed with me, man. And then you have this track on here with uh, Kenny Allen. Is is he a guitar player? Yeah, he's a Kenny's a guitarist and uh, singer um, as well. Yep. And okay, he's, uh, he's also the engineer of the record. He mixed the record for me. Oh, there you go. He he does yeah. some beautiful work at the end of uh, track number four. Can you tell us about mm-hmm. track number four a little bit? I got some uh, George <laughs> Benson vibes for sure. George Benson. Yeah. yeah um, Gabo Sabor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Talk definitely. to us about that. So Kenny Allen is a longtime collaborator and friend of mine. He just re relocated back to America. He was living in uh, Ethiopia for um, shoot, like sixteen years, you know. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, and then he he just came back to America. And um, what was he doing over there for sixteen years? <laughs> man, he he went over there for a gig, a job, and then ended up just staying. Wow. Like it, it was a better look for him at that time. Right on. Uh, yeah. And so he uh he's also singing on that record as well, um, on the chorus. Um, and that that record is what about the future? That that record is an attempt at like an attempt at trying to you know, that's probably the closest to an optimistic song on the record. What about the future? Will we be remembered? Will we be forgotten? Did we make a difference? Did we speak out? Did we walk the walk from the words of our mouth? Where do we go from here? All these blurred lines. Is it too late? Have we run out of time? It's hard living in a world that feeds fear. fear. Unvoluntarily slaves to puppeteers uh, Wielding so many temptations in your ear yeah. All the world's a stage, black Shakespeare My city that I once endeared Has become a safe haven of cavaliers Who fear a black planet and black hemispheres Singing high-end cocktails and cheers Colonizers dressed up like my peers While the poor looking in the cut in the rear Like, mm, look at that something over there that's what happens with mayors who overshare Share. And sell out to developers who overtear Tear. Fabrics of black hoods that used to be there Israelites in Columbia Heights say the end is near Same shit, young and different years What about the future? Will we be remembered? Will we be forgotten? Did we make a difference? Did we speak out? Did we walk the walk from the words of our mouth? Where do we go from here? All these blurred lines yeah, man, th- this album you have is amazing, man. And uh, one more thing before we let you go. I know I'm keeping you longer, but uh, a-, a step out of it just for a second. Back in October, I missed this one, man. I missed this one. See, uh, the- this cat releases so much music that go out and just buy his entire discography. We're going to give his band camp in just a second. But you released something back in October, late October, called Dear Kanye 2005. Yeah. Bruh. I listened to that and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> what yeah, what, were you, what yeah. were you talking about on that man? Because that beat is just that's um that record is a record that got me kind of blacklisted and, and it was mm. it was it was removed from like a record of mine. Uh, I had an album called Postcards from the Edge back in like 2005, mm. and that song, particular song, because people at that time were like 
you know, super, super, super Kanye West fans. Mm-hmm. You know, I people were offended that I even challenged or questioned his integrity. Mm-hmm. And and I found it ironic, you know, here 18 years, 18 years later, mm-hmm. it seems like now it's a more normal thing to criti- critique him mm-hmm. or, or hold him accountable. And I just, you know. I found that ironic, and so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna re-release this song. And a cool thing, a oh, cool thing—that's not a new song. You actually man, did that I, in 2005. Yeah, that song is from 2005, man. That oh. song, that song. I remember, man. You it, 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 and so it was deep about it is that, uh, I, I see, I see, saw so many people having opinions about him. And I thought back to myself, like, yo, man, I'll never forget how all of y'all, like, call me crazy. You know, y'all, some people threaten me. I had I had promoters pull me off shows if certain artists that were affiliated with him mm-hmm. were associated. Like, it, it affected, you know, s- some of the projectile of my career. Oh, wow. And um, so it was deep. And... uh you know so but the cool thing is for your listeners if they get a chance if you go on youtube and look up west felton um uh west felton uh dear kanye you you can see you there's a video of me with michelle and Cello performing that song where's ray you don't have to talk to ray you're talking to me I'll talk to whoever I damn well please. And the short's hell ain't you. Rest in peace, Ray Charles. Reach hot to me. Dear Kanye. Father, I. Signed, sealed, delivered by W. Ellington Felton. Joe Money. It's a lot of cats that seem to be praising our ancestors but forgetting about the values that they held. <laughs> this just a letter, a postcard, check it. Hey yo, it's real popular to be a Jesus talker Even more, to call yourself a so-called Jesus walker Like a minister, music up in a church Walking around church with your little man purse To whom all praises do But in every interview, I only hear you praising you I guess stardom is hard to handle And that Shaka Khan joint was just another spare sample But as a person who's faceless and who faced death Can't help but see your testimony is tasteless Seems like once you got that wire off your mouth you caught up in your own clout It ain't a question about the skills you hold But you seem similar to that dude named Job He was blessed, but who would have guessed He was a mixture of Jodeci with a tribe called Quest Confused by his walk with his talk Abusing his walk with his talk Yet still Jesus walks despite what you thought How many souls have you saved versus your CDs that's bought This ain't a diss or a challenge my man On the real it's a postcard from a true fan Keep doing what you do just don't forget my two-year-old son is listening to you You said radio needs this, that's what you said Heads dying from diseases, they drop dead In mines for diamonds, in their pieces Forget the radio, it sound like they need Jesus Collaborating with Jacob the jeweler Just to make your Jesus pieces look cooler We all know they screwed Christ So what means that cat won't screw ya? Africa's dying and I don't mean elephants or boomers Listen Judas, West is the passion of Christ Worth all those African 
Turning lights, you helped slay them the way they helped slay him. It don't matter cause they don't praise him. I guess stardom is hard to handle. And that Shaka Khan joint was just another span of sample. But as a person who's faceless and who faced death, I can't help but see your testimony is tasteless. Only 40 G's at your local AME. Come see me, the Jesus MC. Huh, that sound real great. I heard you miss sound check and showed them three hours late. And had the nerve to perform with a jack. After the youth choir, learn all your tracks. That's whack. Just so we need another black man. Letting down black kids. That's whack, man. Are you just acting? Cause that's what the world's lacking. Positive black men. Huh, to make it even worse, he had the nerve to pull that off in a church. Yet Jesus still walks, despite what you thought. How many souls have you saved versus CDs bought? This ain't a diss, so a challenge, my man. On the real, it's just a postcard from a fan. Rest in peace, Ray Charles. You can really rest now. Don't seem about it or act about it. Be about it. Yeah, it's like it's dope. Like you know, when I when I used to perform that song live, I would I would use the band would play like this little trippy out version of uh, uh, Jesus walks, kind of like as mm -hmm. an instrumental. Mm -hmm. And I would do that song um, over that beat. But there's a video of it with like Michelle playing bass for me, um, performing it live in New York. Uh, people who ever want to check that out. Man, but was, long story short, I just saw at that time, for me, it was like a letter, like, you know, equivalent to like uh, Dr. King's letter to Malcolm X or Malcolm X letter to Dr. King or whatever. It was me saying like, yo, hey, man, like I'm noticing some kind of weird personality, cult of personality things going on here. And mm. I'm going to I want to lay down examples of what what the hypocrisy and what you know and just remind you that you have a lot of eyes on you and a lot of inf you know people that are inspired or uninspired by you and so hmm. yeah so that record is that's why it's from 2005 man that joint is old that's an old song man i mean because yeah. the production is so timeless it, it felt like you could have made that yesterday yeah, man, it's it's, it's crazy because yeah. this is if it's 2005, that's right around Hurricane Katrina, somewhere in there where he says George Bush don't care about black people somewhere in yeah. there. And that's after he I mean, he peaked, you know, by 2005, he had really peaked because he had done Go Digger with Jamie Foxx by then. So even back then, you were seeing some stuff in this cat, man. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Fascinating. Well, good brother. Uh, once again, you never fail to amaze me. Uh, the good brother's name is Mr. Wes Felton. Uh, his latest project is entitled Les Adultes Se Comportent Mal. Oh, man, I cannot thank you enough. The Adults Are Misbehaving is now available. This is KCWG, the truth.com's program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. The good brother's name is Mr. Wes Felton out of the DMV, Washington, D.C., to be exact and precise. Wes, man, you know, it's always a joy. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being the first guest on the show for 2023. Good brother. I could talk to you all day. Uh, hey, you thank you for having me.
Yeah, man. Anytime, man. Uh, what's the best way for people to find this album, find your work, follow your projects? Got any concerts coming up with yourself, with uh, Raheem and you? What you got coming up, good brother? Uh, right now, I'm finishing up. You know, I, I teach uh, uh, theater and um, oratory classes for uh, Ford's Theater here in um, D.C., uh and so that's something that i do uh from usually uh october through february mm. and so that's going to be concluding for me um in the next couple of uh months or so so i'm going to uh start kind of um leaning back towards doing more live shows um but i'm one of those people that when i'm like when I'm on teaching mode, that's what I'm doing. That's right. Um, because I have to kind of, you know, that that shout outs to all the educators out here in the world, because that's a very difficult okay. job. Um, I'm fortunate where I'm able to do it, you know, from a part time perspective mm -hmm. and um, and only, you know, briefly. And so I'm able to kind of, you know, you know, get a taste of it and. And then leave. Yeah. <laughs> and to have to, you know, to see the personalities and the time period, the times that we live in now, these kids are very different kind of kids nowadays. Um, but uh, so that's what I've been doing um, right currently. Um, but I still, you know, I paint and I uh, still, you know, produce and put out art as well. So I'm constantly doing that. Um, and uh People can, you know, check out the new record on all the musical platforms. If you want to, like, uh, you know, contribute or, you know, uh, make direct uh, impact, you can always go to my band camp, which is uh, westfelton.bandcamp.com. Well, that's our show, y'all. Psychotic Bump School is the place where education and entertainment meet. At the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5:30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And it repeats again on Friday evenings from 6:30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. We shall return next week. Also, want to thank our very, very special guest for the evening, our good brother, Mr. Wes Felton. And check out his latest project, The Adults Are Misbehaving, at westfelton.bandcamp.com. Also, want to send a very, very special shout out to Mr. Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Welcome to 2023. We'll see you next week. Take care.